Blog Talk Radio. Show. My name is Beverly, and tonight we have a new guest with us, his first time being on Truth to Power, and he is an astrologer, and so uh, we're going to bring him up here. Let's see. Greetings. How are you doing? <laughs> Greetings, Beverly, <laughs> and to the audience. I'm doing fine, and you? Great, great. Uh, tell us your name. 
and give us uh, a little information, uh, how you got into astrology and things like that. Sure. Uh, Absolutely. Um, First of all, my name is Will, and Mm -hmm. um, how I started getting into the journey into metaphysics and specifically into astrology first. Um, I'm a second generation, which means my father actually was my first uh, mentor or teacher, rather. And from that, that was my entry level into the whole world, I guess, from that day on, was actually (laughs) my journey into uh, the metaphysics and astrology. And then it branched off into other uh, parts of this, you know, journey or you could say this world or universe. Numerology was another one. Um, I got adapted to that. But before I even got in further um, into astrology, it wasn't kind of like a thing was, okay, my father's doing it and so forth, which was actually enough, you know, for everybody or individual to do that because they, you know, want to emulate their parents or their father or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, I said that if this was some kind of where credence that I could use this, I would say I made a promise to myself. <laughs> I said that uh, let me see if I can understand the language of astrology and the components of the chart. And if so, how would that manifest? Because there's indicators in everybody's chart, um, whether they may seek it or not, um, that gives you points of reference that they may have a certain skill set for. So first thing I said, do I, was the first question, do I have a talent in astrology? Now, that was my first thing, and I did actually pursue that, but it took me a while to get into that point to understand the whole lingo. Of course, if somebody tells you, you say, okay, that could be something, but when you're going into and studying it and you see the, the science manifest in that way, and you see the yes, it has a yes affirmative. I pursued that. So from that, I took that initiative to broaden my horizon in astrology, and then it broadened into numerology because everything is kind of sensed from the Einsteinian. Um, everything is relative. So numerology became another part um, of that notch under the belt, so to speak, and meaning a notch in the middle, not of total mastery, because I would never assume that position, but advancement or adaptive to that. And then came other systems too, palmistry. And then from that led into meetings and um, of other people. And from each Mm -hmm. person, you started to learn. So I took advantage of that opportunity as well. Because what the time, the era coming up is pre-digital. So things were basically met of in-person, in-place, or going to certain events at that time. And that started that journey to broaden my whole, um, you know, circle, sphere of social. And from there, I was able to read certain books that came in there, and which wasn't an easy task because it was identified at that particular area more of something of the the forbidden fruit to deal with. So it came something and I pursued it. And then from there, I have eventually fast forward is, uh, you know, it's been cards or the 52 cards Uh, for simplicity. There comes on the various names 
Um, but you can say cardiology was one of the things that actually, and I started that around officially in 95. But the interesting thing about that, uh, the cards reached out. I approached it as the cards reached out to me because the first time I actually was introduced to the cards was not anything of being um, curious or looking at it. It was something at a science uh, psychic fair. And that was my first introductory to the cards. And from there, I had, you know, again, with my curiosity, um, I just started to expand on that. And fortunately, I was actually to, led to get to a bookstore that had that book because it wasn't an easy accessible, not like now. Everything is more on the Internet and the web. So that would be, I guess, in a nutshell <laughs> of where I'm starting, where I'm at. Oh, okay. All right. Now, which one do you like? Or do you have a favorite, I should say, the the palmistry, the astrology, the cards, the number, or are they just all intertwine? Very good question. The way I would answer it for me is astrology mm-hmm. would be my center of gravity. And mm-hmm. why is that? Because with astrology, it was uh, it has a way that if you're studying astrology for one, um, it opens the door for other things, but you're still grounded in astrology in that sense that a lot of palmistry, uh, numerology, and even the cards have relationships with the planets. So and that was one of the first lessons of the core lessons that you study in astrology. You have to understand the planets and how they relate to each other and how they relate to the world. So there's different stages of how that comes in there. Um, because each planet has a certain representation on life experiences, so so to speak. So that's mm-hmm. the question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, astrology. Now, there's a different kind of astrology. Uh, what's the difference, and where? Which one is the oldest? Where okay. Did it all start um, at? Mm-hmm. Okay. Historically, I can give you as the best reference at this moment in time. Um, mm-hmm. There, it depends on how you look at what you consider old. I just say is this astrology is an ancient science. Um, the the day of inception, I couldn't really give you a day of it, but right. there are traced into ancient cultures, and each one of them cultures did have a timeline to a certain extent, but how they was perceived. Um, is even I think it's even predate um, what we call written history, um, because this is a time that we are assimilating, um, looking at when whatever you know point of reference you're using prehistory. I want to say um, there was always the sky, there was always the planets, there was always the moon, the sun, etc. So in one point in time, the conception they made a connection with that, and they've seen it with the seasons, which is another thing, and then the calendar, which is based off of astronomical phenomena. Um, and one of the reasons is that is the month, M-O-N-T-H, is referred to, translated, because you look at etymology as a word, which is a fascinating study, um, and it relates to the moon, which is that comes from. And one of the closest ones that simulate that as the moon cycle, which is approximately 27 to 28 days, makes one rotation or period, as they would call it, um, is February. It has 28 days. 
and it's close enough to it, except for leap years, which is an adjustment made by man-made because there's uh, one of my favorite, uh, I guess I would say, person that did study in that is a philosopher, metaphysician, uh, Gurdjieff, and he's not alone with that, but there's no straight lines in in nature, which means there's nothing that goes right to a right orbit. So once upon a time, they thought that the Earth, you know, did everything rotated around the Earth, and it was a perfect circle, but we found out eventually that it's not. It's the elliptical um, orbit, which kind of looks like a shape of a football turned sideways. Mm. So the Earth, is. some people say, is flat. So it's not flat and it's not round. Right. Um, to be, as far as I can say this here, a person can take what they want to take from that, but as far mm-hmm. as observations from I'm seeing from other indicators, um, looking at the moon, and it doesn't look flat to me, apparent, and an orbital path of a square, if it's flat, whatever square would not be able to calculate um, when the rising is set of the moon because it's a different type of mathematically, you couldn't prove mm-hmm. that to be accurate. So, and then the spinning or the rotation, I couldn't see a sharp edge rotating fast enough in my um, understanding. So, to each day mm-hmm. on, I'll leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> All righty. So, now, which, which uh, astrology system do you uh, work from? Okay, mainly um, I do study other systems. And that would be starting from Chinese metaphysics, and they are called many names again. One is called the Four mm-hmm. Pillars, or Baza, B-A-Z-I, um, which is a Chinese system. And I'm aware of, and so as I use tropical astrology, which is kind of, I'm going to say Western, but for to me, I would properly say it's more of a Mediterranean system that was branched off into here because that was origins is over there and Kemet and so forth. And what we call now or that time Mesopotamia, and these are all man-made boundaries and names. So I'll leave it at that. And for somebody Mm -hmm. can actually cite and trace that and see what they come up with their phenomena. I'm very open to that. Again, just like anybody Mm -hmm. who wants to, to say about the, any position of the shape or the geometrical formation of it, it just seems more, uh, to me, much more. I'm using that as a reference, and that's where I'm standing mm-hmm. on from there. <laughs> okay. Now, we have the uh, fall equinox coming up. What is that yes, about? Well, this is, again, about good question again. Um, we're doing, uh, actually, we're dealing with, uh, which is reference to a lot to deal with, of observation from year to year, which is one rotation of the earth around the sun. Mm-hmm. And um, in any time, and that would be equivalent to a circle. And um, a circle is approximately, well, mathematically 360 degrees. And if you're talking about from point to point, you know, from any point of the circle to meet back to it. And actually, it is a variation when you say 365 and a quarter, 
Um, this is based off, again, there's no straight line. It's not a straight circle path because, again, referring to earlier, it's the elliptical orbit. So it's kind of like there is um, that up as Johannes Kepler, and it's called the three planetary um, laws of planetary motion. Now, the seasons, going back to originally a question um, from my humble opinion, not, well, humble opinion research is observation. Mm -hmm. We have, it depends on what part of this sphere that you're on. Now, if you're extremely in there, the actual center of this diameter is the equator, and hence you find this, you understand latitude and longitude. But the way we have, we have is divided into an upper half, which we would call, let's say, the northern hemisphere, and the lower half, which is the southern um, hemisphere. Now, we are located in what the region we call northern hemisphere and in that we have variations of what we call seasonal change and that is also based off the tilt of the planet of the axis of what they call is a figuratively because it's not really a pole it is called the the ecliptic which is the parent map of some but there's a pole which the tilt of the earth is 23 degrees it's not standing up. It's like you would look at a straight wall, straight up and down. It's on a tilt of 20 um, mm -hmm. axis or more or less a tilt of 23 degrees. Hence, we have different variations. Light is not going to go actually um, hitting everything in equal portions because we have a, a tilt, so, so to speak, if that's making any sense. But it actually, at certain points of the extreme North Pole, we have six months of day of light and then six months of darkness. This is based off of the tilt and the angle of the earth comparison to the rotation of the sun, comparison to earth rotation around the sun, pardon me. And from that, we are living in the, well, actually where I'm located at, it depends on wherever, you know, geographically mm -hmm. where a person is at, I'm located on the longitude or latitude as of 40 degrees, which gives us a variation of uh, seasonal changes. So the seasonal changes is what we're going to go into. We have four of them, and mm -hmm. that is what we consider the fall equinox. Then you have the winter solstice, which will be around December the 22nd, 23rd, depending if fluctuates. And then the next one would come up would be the spring equinox. And that's happening around usually by method where you're located at is um, March 21st to 22nd again. And then the last one will be the summer solstice. And that's around June 20th, 22nd. Now, interesting note. We have a summer in that period of time, uh, summer solstice. But if you're living in the south hemisphere, it's the opposite. They actually have their winter at that time. So it, it is definitely a point of correspondence to know that. So the fall um, is actually coming from the fall equinox, um, Latin. Equinox means equal nights. So once there, you apparent, you observation, you can see the sun at approximately, let's say, 
6 o'clock in the morning, it's going to set around 6 o'clock in the evening. Now, it's going to change as we go through different seasons. So in the summer, you have longer days. Hence, um, we'll say that, as far as my understanding, um, Benjamin Franklin created this thing or invented or created the daylight savings time because he utilized we had longer days. And then in winter, you'll notice you'll get sunset at four, maybe three, depending on where you get. It's average. That's around the time. I know it doesn't mm-hmm. seem to answer, but I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Unless anything well, makes any, it. Uh, doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Say that again. I said unless I anything you. You want me to go over and make it clarify, no, I can do no, that too as no. a whole. That's good. No, that's good. That's good. So, um, so you know, we talk a lot of politics uh, here. Mm-hmm. So, can you kind of with astrology? Can you kind of see what is going on as far as you know? There seems to be a lot going on as far as you know, pre- the presidents and all of that mm-hmm. that's going on in Washington. And, um, you know, it's the stars, what is the stars saying? I understand that, you know, some people are saying this is a psychological thing that's going on here. And, uh, and then we're dealing with technology and and all yes. kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. what, looking at the stars, what are you picking up? Okay. Um, well, I look at it on various um, modalities, um, mainly mm-hmm. cards is another thing because it has a direct relationships. Mm-hmm. It's based off a calendar kind of incorporation system or platform, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stelia, if we're looking at to that realm, yeah, there's always a lot to deal with. Now, everything doesn't happen in a uh, vacuum. There are cycles of planets, cycles of nations, cycles in the age of a human or plant life and everything is a rise, there's a peak, and then there's a setting. Um, but to go into this point, we use the the term, which has been very trendy, there are other cycles in the cycle of Pluto. And I just want to touch base, Pluto, um, since the inception of what you would, you know, clarify as United States coming into origin, so to speak, would be July 4th, mm-hmm. 1776. Of course, that can be debatable, too, because there are people who say historically that there are different variation shades. Be that as it may, this will be my reference point that I'm using. Feel free to fill mm-hmm. in the blanks for whatever you have in the adjustment. I'm open to that, too. Um, based off of that, at that time, Pluto was in the sign, and I want to use tropical because, as you mentioned earlier, you can use a different coordinate system, which would be considered sidereal, which they would be in a different uh, sign. But nevertheless, it's still going to be in the same position, sidereal or tropical at that time. So the cycle of Pluto is very much as approximately as it varies, but it's 248 years to make one cycle of Pluto coming back to the original point, wherever that might have been, case in point, United States um, or America, 
was at that point, which is approximately 26 degrees of Capricorn. Now, no matter, don't have to worry about degrees, but it was in the sign, we'll keep it uh, simple. It was in the, the sign mm-hmm. of Capricorn. Um, when you look at back, we do a back test. So kind of like from the references that was given or researched, and there's, you know, again, take that at your will to what you want to use that with. Um, certain things with Pluto, Pluto, we have to first adjust the planet. The planet Pluto deals with various things like all other planets, but one of the things, the cycle of life and death is one, transformation too, but not just transformation, dramatic transformations. Now, it also deals with power of any form. Control or coercive of that is, is, it is known as since that exception. Now, at the time, in 1776, it was not discovered. It was discovered, Planet Pluto was discovered in 1930. But we can backtrack it because now we have the technology, we can plot. Once you find a planet, you can mathematically calculate positions of a star or a planet or, a plan- or other planets or moons, you know, so forth. So, Long story short, at this particular point, the power, again, it took about, it's not would be exactly 200, would be if we do it for 70, 70, 60, well, you say 248 years would be, give or take, we would say 2024. But it happened actually in 2022 because there's variance in that. So we do it as that way as calculation, but the exact moment of space and time, position rather, not time, but position of Pluto, uh, came back in, in uh, starting of February of 2022. Now, things are saying, people were saying, okay, this is something, you know, big. it's a, it's a phenomenon. Now, in a person's life, it's not going to happen. The average lifespan is not going to happen. But in a country or business, which can have longevity longer than extended over 100 years or so forth, that would make a difference. So in this point, the change again, um, Pluto um, became back in last year. You look at the power structure, even before, now everything is not like a light switch. You saw, okay, gets to exact degree, switch goes on. There's a gradual movement that happens. The phenomena, if you will, think of it in a wave in an ocean. It doesn't come there, it gradually moves and gets that way now. Look at the power play and what be going on politically and with the increase uh, with technology, which I'm going to kind of like touch base with that next um, too. But the power mm-hmm. has changed in any kind of hands. If you look at certain things like, for example, um, other countries are now building up in their nuclear or chemical, you know, are deadly of things or biological, there's other forms. And that's also kind of a Pluto or Plutonian. Plutonian, like life and death, does deal with masses of deaths, and it can be in certain extreme forms of termination um, and in certain forms of uh, genocide. So these things can corrupt or can be infiltrated into the system or systems through a Plutonian energy. Now, I'm not saying that as Pluto is bad, 
<laughs> not the dark side, but Pluto has that power. Everything is a double-edged mm-hmm. sword, or there's a yin and a yang to everything, a positive right. or negative, a higher or lower. So those things right. do manifest in various ways. So the point of predictability in politics, Pluto or politics or politicians have what they will um, power to whatever extent. They can legislate. They can actually they have a, a motive and a motive operandi how they can yield control over certain things. Power play now money, wealth uh, becomes something of a politician. So if it's a politician that's in that money, they're not dealing with small lumps of some of money. Now for good or bad, this is also part of the territory of Pluto. So you're seeing that. So you're seeing people and groups and factions polarizing is part of the deal. Now, there are certain factions that want to control another faction based on whatever that is. That's also a Plutonian energy. So that was, that is one way you see that as. Next, mm-hmm. um, I want to go into the Pluto, is Uranus. Uranus is about an 84-year cycle from beginning to start wherever it's at that comes returns to that exact point. Uranus has a reputation of revolutions, too. It also has a reputation or meaningfully of technology. Not to say this is the only thing, but this is one of the things. Look at how technology now have implemented yourself. Now, we can depend on this here. We can say it's not going away. Whether you're in the, the community that says we're at the Piscean or we're in the Aquarian, I'm just looking at what's apparent right now. And dominant, and being that Aquarius rules is ruled by the planet Uranus and Aquarius is an air sign. Um, look at the depth, look at the skills or the adaptation. Um, and this recently we got into more aviation since what the ninth, the 20th century um, in North Carolina. Um, and you see the flight, and look how it's just changed from the. If you go back and flash back and look at the plane that they had, we had from an airplane to now a jet plane, and so forth. We're going into space. Outer space is also a Uranus thing. Um, we're talking about meaning there's in the media how they're going to futurely aim for the Mars. Whether they do that or not is one thing. But this has all been ongoing since 1969 or 1950 with Sputnik with Russia. So you can see the development of this thing. So when I'm looking at politically, yeah, um, there are corporations. Now, who will wield this technology? Because we got this other thing among, not only is big buzzword is AI. That is also a Uranian or Uranian type of system. And you got people that's now talking about, oh, I can't say talking about, there are projects, let's say that, where they call it transhumans, where humans can actually try to fuse or hybrid with uh, machines. And we've seen that mm-hmm. even with, uh, what's that guy, Elon Musk is talking. He's not the only one, but he wants to be in place with that. So we can see these things here um, happening. Um, so politically, that's how I see it from the planetary thing. Now, of course, it does represent the countries. Certain countries are going to have certain elements in there, and this is how it's going to affect. But globally, um, 
we're getting ready to go, lastly, going back to Pluto. Next year, we're going to have Pluto going in for the next approximately 20 years um, into the sign of Aquarius, which hence we're talking about Uranus that's relationship to the sign Aquarius. Now, we take that back about life and death and so forth. We take it with Aquarius. Aquarius deals with social justice. It also deals with groups. It also deals with changes and connection with humanity. It is one of the signs in the zodiac, if you look, that is symbolized as a human outside of Gemini. And you look at that, also Aquarius is also they known the term the awakener. So you put terminology or technology with Pluto, which is a can be a medium of certain interventions or control. It also causes power. Um, politically, these are the things that are manipulated. Now, acceleration is another thing with Uranus Aquarius. These factors will become much more dominant and extremely science, which is no uh, joke at this time. It has increased tenfold, and it speaks volume to what's going on. Um, we just look around and see how, implement, uh, how it's implicated into our lives in various ways. Communication. You know, it's just hard to imagine 20, 30 years ago living without a cell phone, how much dominance right. that is. So when I look at that and politically, these are the factors and who's playing behind that. That's how I look at it. <laughs> and, and like, okay, so one of the major players is, we'll say, Trump. Uh, and he yeah. is a Gemini. And so yes. it seems like that we leaving that Pisces energy, which is dealing with the life and death and, and all of that, and we're, tra- and we're easing over to the Aquarius, uh, mm-hmm. where you're looking at the awakening, and it is a, a real awakening that is going on. So would you say it looks like that would – Trump with his, um, the Gemini would be part of that, you know, and they got an election next year also. So would you say is, is that energy going into that or is it, cause it's a battle going on for this power here. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And, and the thing about that, it is, um, we're going to use Trump as an example, although, mm-hmm. When you're dealing with Plutonian energy, those are not the ones you know see. The ones that we call Plutonian energy is called um, Prudocrats and Orgots and so forth. Mm -hmm. And those are the ones that you don't see because if you go back to the mythos, Pluto was the lord of the underworld. And it wasn't known. Mm -hmm. You don't see it. And Trump is just what you would consider, I would consider, from based off of historical reference is actually a figurehead. He's not, it's not about Trump. Mm-hmm. Trump is actually was the one that could put that in the motion, but the movement mm-hmm. was already there in place. And I would say this has been ongoing um, from purpose and Trump being a Gemini and interesting to note, here's a, uh, a interesting tidbit. Um, mm-hmm. When I was coming up and studying astrology and you're looking at the United States, of course, they was using 
the Gemini, which is you have everybody, if they have a, you know, have their chart done, or if, even if they don't know about, there is a starting point. It's called the rising or ascendant degree or the first house. In the United States at that time was Gemini. Now it's been changed to other, you know, places or depending on your reference point, either way, it's changed to Sagittarius. But nevertheless, it still keeps those two signs opposite. So being that you're a Gemini or him being a Gemini or Gemini, um, they show prominence in the United States, period. Um, there was only three so far Gemini or Mercurians or Gemini, Gemini's presidents. The first one was JFK. Um, the second one was George Bush Sr. And, of course, Trump, so forth. Um, so they do have an impact. Now, not as much as I would say uh, George Bush, uh, Bush Gilby Sr. has a reference of being more implicit, but he was known for other things, right? Um, read my lips, um, no new taxes, a thousand points of light, which back in that time said that it was part of the New World Order um, that was coming mm-hmm. in that. And um, he was associated with that, a thousand points and so forth for light. Um JFK was a whole nother thing um, that was much more um, still to this day as far as popular historically he's considered that him and his wife the Camelot era um, he was one of the ones that went debating um, freely and he was debating against just to show a little back story on it he debated one of the first in media which is also part of the Gemini Mercurian thing uh, in astrology to have the median media event of debating. And he was very sharp on that. He was actually memorized his speeches. If you didn't read from his speeches, that's part of the, the gift. So he had a lot of other things too that, and of course there was often on things that, he, you know, he'd done with the uh, Russia and the battle, but Bush's wasn't as famous or I would say eventful to that degree. Um, of course, the last one, of course, and not the least, is Trump. So in cardiology, he's the three of diamonds. Now, in cardiology, uh, they have every year we have an annual most cards, 45 cards out of the 52 cards have an annual card that they change to. For, you know, for simplicity purpose, Trump is under starting from his birth, and it always starts, it's like a solar return in astrology from birthday a birthday or just how a person celebrates it actually and um his starting from the beginning of june 14th which is part of uh well which is his birthday and um in the cardology he's in there's a card that deals with the lore that's really uh, gives you an emphasis on the karma or karma and it really means what you saw is what you reap. And his card, the three of diamonds, is sitting in that card house, which means there is a lot of karma coming back to him. Even though he thought he got slipped away, because if you back check with him, all the indictments are coming. This is from past deeds. Um, everything that he's saying he doesn't, these are from past deeds are going to be fessed up. Now, how this turns out is looks from this energy, what you were referring to going into the next year, 
starting from actually March of this year, the planet Saturn, which is in astrology, does deal with consequences as cause and effect. It has been what we consider as a uh, aspect, which is considered show and prove now, you're going to pay the piper. So since then, if you notice, around March, that's when it started the indictments with um, Alvin Bragg and going so forth, and now down the, the Fannie Wheel. Um, you'll see the pattern going. Now, Will the question would be for me is that if Trump just went off the map, would this stop any things already in the place? No, I don't think so, honestly. But what's happened is that he opened the door for the virus. Now it's, it's a point of people, do you really want with this kind of reality or are you going to get involved, be knowledgeable, and decide to say, well, this is the line in the sand, meaning I'm not talking about if it comes to a physical thing, that could be a possibility too. But I'm just saying, got to be a, a point where enough is enough and his shenanigans, I've recently, over this weekend, there was a mixed thing with one of the first, I think they showed it, he went to a, um, Idaho, Idaho or Idaho somewhere, and it was a football game, and you can see the pictures of this is people of his own ethnicity giving him the birdie. You know, this was usually not the thing. He had the, the thing over there. So now the tide is changing, and I see it on the waning side. And, again, I'm going to say this because we – Go by this. This is for understanding of the entertainment purposes. This is my ob- mm-hmm. observation because I'm sure mm-hmm. there are people of different ones and use that. But this is what I see from cardiology. Astrologically, the Saturn planet and period has been something of him that's caught with it. Trump has had a, like they say, a free ride, um, and some can use it in the system sidereal because he has a very exceptionally placed Jupiter, and that can give him a more of a free ride and so forth. But there's other things in there, but he has strong Mars, and that's obvious without going even mentioning that. So, yes, to kind of answer that, yes, this is the way I view it, in my um, humble opinion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so what about the other side, Biden? I don't know what his birthday is. He's a Scorpio, King of Hearts. Mm. And, and, and the play looks like for him. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Ask him. No, just like you were saying, these guys are just figureheads. You know, the power is behind the scene on both of them. Yes. And um, the interesting thing, there is a consensus of certain ones who are looking at political um, ties, when you're looking for a prediction astrologically, and that can be also numerical and cardiology, so forth, mm-hmm. um, you now you're looking at the president or the nominee for the president, um, right? You look at the vice president because that also gives the other side or the other, the left hand, right hand. And if both of them right now, it doesn't look like anyone is apparently, and the polls show that, but we know that polls are just manipulated. I mean, right, it depends on them. Right. I can say that right. from all to year to date, I've never got a call from a poller. So that Me just neither. shows you what the percentage is, what the manipulation is. So we know this, this myth mm-hmm. 
misinformation and information. So that's one of the mm-hmm. things where people have to understand, educate themselves, do the research, and, and take nothing for granted no more. Because the first thing is the hype is, okay, we got presidential elections, but I'm a big uh, understanding from that, from a proponent, that you don't look at always what's going to affect you on the day in and day out. It's your local elections, right. what they consider. Exactly. These are the ones right. that really going to make the play um, and what's later on. These guys, like you said, all figureheads, like I would know, are one of the policy mm-hmm. leaders. But those are the important things of knowing who your candidates are because those are the ones that slip in through the door to the side door. You know, and mm-hmm. they're the one that come up there and change the laws for appropriation for the school board. So politically, this is where it is time to be educated into that. We have the resources to do this. It's about the same thing. Yes, it's boring, but it's, necess- it's one of them necessary evils, so to speak, to learn mm-hmm. this. And that's mm-hmm. where I would consider more of the polit- or political ploy and their self-education of yourself. And then communicate that to somebody else or to the family, to wherever that may be, so they can get enlightened. Because not everybody's going to have that kind of gift to gab, for one, or that point of research on the how to get to instructions, manuals, say, okay, we can go to do this, we can do that. Like, for example, I'll go back to technology. Um, we have chat GPT, um, right. which is stands for Generative Pretested um, ter- Training, I believe it is. But it is a form of technology, for good or bad, you can inform yourself. And when the days I was coming up, where my resources was, one, was knowing an individual that's gifted or knowledgeable, one, or going to the library, two. And either one of them, you had to go, you know, you was based off of that limited resources of the library because we know, again, this is back to local elections, Libraries in your neighborhood, are they getting adequate supplies in that? This all part of the school district, your children. So, yeah, and now it is like, you know, this we call data science. There's another one, right? So now it's so uh, manipulative. Based off of your zip code, they can tell more or less predict the outcome to a degree of your aware and your situation because that zip code is going to describe your policing is going to describe the hospitals. It's going to describe the postal system. It's going to describe the medical doctors that want to be there. It's going to describe the school districts. It's going to go to chancellors. It's going to go to this and that and that. These are the points that is part really to when I think of political, this is what I think of mainstream Western political should be more enhanced. My opinion, that's me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's get into the technology. Where are we going with that? With this well, chat GPT and the other technology. Well, yes, that's a good question. Okay, now when we're talking about technology, from just starting from the the Uranus cycle, there's another cycle I'm going to introduce. That's approximately it's a 13 year cycle. And what this 13-year cycle is, a combination of the planet Jupiter and the planet Uranus when they conjunct. It's going to conjunct next year, 2024, in March, around March and April. Um, Every 13 years, this is called one of the – it's not only technology cycle, 
but it's also it does implicate social changes as well. So we can take that in because we know that all this is tied up politically. Um, we tied up also um, technology. And our innovations in this cycle is mostly comes in the next wave. So this is a next wave. Now, when we're talking about machine learning, we're talking about deep learning, we're talking about AI, we're talking about cloud computing, we're talking about nano uh, technology, we're talking about um, biohacks, we're talking about um, surveillance in any main form, um, this is all part of this here. Um, smart smart uh, phones, smart TV, smart cities, et cetera, et cetera. Well, the bottom line is it's so accelerating, and it's a point, and I have to, have to separate two things here. Um, when we're dealing with machines or the age-old thing, machines versus humankind, um, machines have an edge as far as how they grow, meaning that biologically, for biological, let's say for any human to study and learn a system, it requires amount of time and comprehension of that subject, whereas a machine can now be downloaded, uploaded with now with the marvels of the higher technology and machine, the processes, they learn it within a nanosecond, not a second, a nanosecond, which is a millionth of a second. All right, and they can do, and I'm, gonna, I'm singling out AI, they can do over a million functions within a nanosecond, and that means there's certain functions. Now, they don't retain it. They're not as smart as a human being, but this is the advantage they have. Here's where we're going. Now, a human cannot do that, or a robot. Now, look at the robot, what it's going to play. Look at what displacement is going on with the technology, blue collars and what have you. Um, machines are building on which once upon a time, historically, Henry Ford um, say that he invented the conveyor belt or whatever, the assembly line, pardon me. And now that's done all mechanically by robots. They don't take time off, don't get sick, don't get vacations, don't need a vacation, and can do it routine 24-7 if it's properly maintained. Um, in comparison to human, there, yeah, there's going to be a lot of displacements with that. That's one of the first things we're going to do. But we have to understand this. It's not going away, number one. But we do have to understand to be knowledgeable or where it's going at and to to the best of our advantage, and I'm going to say that very, you know, loosely, to the best of our advantage to understand what this technology is about because we're now – the playing field is definitely – changed. There's no doubt about that. Um, we have coverage this since the pandemic, I'm going to say, and actually that year kind of the pandemic COVID kind of overshadowed astrologically. We had numerous cycles um, starting at that. And one of them was Pluto conjuncts Saturn, Pluto conjunct Jupiter, you know, and then we had also near the end of the year, Jupiter, which is a 20-year cycle, Jupiter and Saturn, to start. And all this occurred in 2020. Of course, that wasn't the big hype because 
you can look at it because you can say, well, this was relevant to the psychological, the sociological uh, effects by the planetary positions. Okay, I go with, but it wasn't the main theme. But people that was in the community, they was day to day in dealing with how society reacted or the globe, more or less, because it was a global event. How these things occurred, this was one of the manifestations. I want to say this, in theory, possibly. You know, so again. Feel free to disagree, <laughs> it doesn't, but I'm just going to say from my point of view, from understanding how cycles work, interaction with human being, humankind, and historical events, because you can go back in history and look at certain things when these reoccurred back in time. Um, so moving forward, the technology is, is going to another level. I don't think there's a person, even scientifically inclined, or now you have AI scientists and other things that can predict where it's going at because the machine is going, it's like, like they would say the old term is off the chain, it's on its own zone and is improving itself by the months. And they are going, it's always an update, no more different than what we have experiences look around and you can see the certain experience. We are now moving into an era of, um, electric cars. This was unheard of 50 years or more back, right? Um, power supply, that's going to be another thing, how we consumption. Now, here's the thing with that, with AI or so forth. We have to look um, who's in control, meaning who's training this, because it's not as we're looking at a big bad guy, uh, AI. This is a machine. It has a function, but it can be used for good or bad. It's more different than a sword. You can actually defend yourself with a sword, or you can kill with a sword, and that can be either way. And the AI is one of these new forms of, um, of let's say, warfare. And we can see that in many forms in cyber. There is many ways to go, and look how much control um, networks are in our lives. Um, and meaning that networks are controlling your phones, networks are controlling the TV stations, networks or robots or what they call bots actually call up mm -hmm. and can mimic human voice and deceive you. Yeah. They have deep faith that you got to do things. So, yeah, where that's going at, all I can tell you, if you don't get it, meaning us, humans or whatever, and that goes across the board, um, how this going to be, that's going to be a, a force to be dealing with too, another part of the equation. Now we know if you look at Africa, going in the, in the 21st century right now, they're the ones that less have certain amount of technological thing. They have it, don't get me wrong, there's certain, it's sparse, it's, it's here and there and mm -hmm. How they use it, implement, they're not having it, but they have this, they have the resources that they make these chips and so forth in there. That's going to be a player on the playing field. Where is that going to come? How is that going to manipulate? Um, yet, well, judging by history, it doesn't look as a positive outcome. But in the sense that we have the time, the chance to use this, and this simple process, because I can't name them all as far as that, but one of the processes is getting a hold, a leasing of this technology. And that's one of the things. Other countries, South America is uplifting. You have certain places, I think, in um, uh, here we go, uh, El Salvador, if I'm not mistaken. You can actually buy 
um, real estate to a degree um, with cryptocurrency. And I'm not saying Bitcoin is only cryptocurrency, but I'm just saying there's also a move, if nobody knows, it's right now going in the financial section. The central bank is getting ready to go and moving, already moving in that process, believe it or not, right as we speak, going to a digital cashless society, which has been already been saying in the works 20-something years ago. So, yeah, there's a lot on all fronts. And I wouldn't, couldn't, you know, I would possibly cover not all of them, but that mm-hmm. to answer your question on that. Yeah, so we, we uh, AI is not going anywhere, and so this was for people, especially the young people who is uh, going into college and things. Do you think that it's really good for them to go in that direction to know, learn about AI? Because, like you say, it's who going to you know, program it. Oh, I well, here's the thing. It's a, to me, I look at it both ways. It here's the thing. When I'm looking at that going mm-hmm. to college, college is okay. a traditional, conventional way. You don't have to go to college to learn. This is right at your right. fingertips. Number one. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yes, I would encourage. There are degrees like there is a business degree in information systems. Because this thing is implementing, there's going to be other steps in procedure. Now, one of the things is to learn this thing is to be, uh, I'm not going to say, for lack of a better term, knowledgeable, but aware of this. Because there's another thing that shows already the increase, it's a term called digital divide. And that term Mm -hmm. is referred to cultures or segments in society that's not even aware of what a chat GBT is or a internet or Wi-Fi, um, how that's going and what's that about, the implications. But to have a, a, a laptop or a phone, you know, but I would encourage a laptop because you can get a little bit more in and out, but have both. I'm not going to say one or the other, but have both, but or at least utilize it, know how to get in, know how to know about just simple things. I'm not talking about being sophisticated, but again, it wouldn't hurt, but I'm just saying the basic understanding of how to understand, knowing how to implement. There's ways you can do things that, uh, you know, that you wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to access unless you had the resources, and that's usually with people that had more financial backing where they had the library built in and they had access to higher learning skills. You know I mean, because that's been another obstacle when they're going to college. So you have an evil, even the playing land. It's not going to be saying that you're going to be as good because that depends on the individual. You got people to go in higher, going to Harvard, and them, they're very dumb and come out dumber. <laughs> so it's the point of how you utilize that, you know. Um, you got people in the, and you can go to trade school. You know, it's not necessary always college. Exactly. Well, trade school was always the option of the blue collar. But here's the thing: mm-hmm. most of the blue collar okay. trade school is going to be now doing servicing robotics. You see, and that's mm-hmm. all part of it. And learning, because that's what's going to be the major workforce to a degree. It's not yeah. going to take away all the jobs mm-hmm. in time. But it's the thing. Time is not going to be the friend this time. <laughs> it's going to be the enemy because okay. this machines can actually accelerate and they can do things. Yeah. And you know what? Okay, I'm not going to talk about the uh, 
AI taking over the world, but it's one mm-hmm. or a couple mm-hmm. of AI scientists that it's not the thing that AI taking over or displacing humanity. Okay, it's the person who uses AI against humanity. That's the mm-hmm. one. Yeah, yeah. AI yeah. don't have that kind of conscience of going in, but a human does. And if looking mm-hmm. historically, when it comes to power, it never goes to the to the benefit. <laughs> so the whole take yeah. control, a plutonian thing. All right, we can use mm-hmm. that or Saturnian control, whatever forms that be. So AI is not only that, but the way it is, AI. I can conceive AI. Now going, it's going AI teaching you. That's one of the attributes to chat, GB. You have a personal now virtual assistant, in-house teacher, instructor that can translate. Imagine this. I mean, 30 years, 30 more, whatever, to learn Latin, to read something in Latin, you have to learn the Latin. You get it now on, the, uh, on your phone, Google Lens or whatever, that translates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you know, you maybe because because we're going, we're shifting into the Aquarian, you know, energy. Maybe we w- won't have too much to deal with whoever is controlling the AI to take it in the wrong way, the wrong direction, or use it against humanity. Maybe with the Aquarius can keep that in check. Well, I concur. I, I concur. I say that hundred percent. But that only happens being active to learn this awareness. And I'm not just saying mm-hmm. only learn that, but it's good to be astute as the politics, as you mentioned, and being informed and like going back yeah. to certain things, how that works, how you manage your life financially. I mean, right now. We have financially literacy is a big thing. You know, we have wealth, but we throw away the wealth. You know, we have Mm -hmm. it. And it wasn't, it was programmed not intentionally to say parents or whatever, because this is how they've been brought up. But, you know, I, I can remember my brother had baseball cards and you didn't look at it as an investment for the future. It was baseball cards. Now, you get things with NTFs that you can get pieces of very expensive and buy pieces of that card as an investment and grow with the value of that card. Um, this is part of the financial investment, the money. And this is nothing new. We can go as far as I can say right now, 50 years, 60 years back with Malcolm X and others are talking about community controlling your own economics in your community and it's not that um, apparent maybe now because it was the thing keeping up what we used to say, keeping up with the Joneses. Everybody had to get the design jeans. Everybody had to get the this, the latest uh, fashion. Everybody got to get the latest iPhone. I mean, uh, an iPhone now is over what? A new, the latest one is over $1,000 now. I If I had to take that same $1,000, believe me, you can bet I could get me a laptop, and a uh, Android phone, if necessary, or an older phone, and be happy and get and get with it and have some left over to get some pocket change and all that kind of stuff. And, and that's another thing we don't value everything: the food chain, how things food food shortages. Again, when we're talking about the planetary Saturn deals with shortage too, um, but we have the planet that's been in Pisces, which is its strongest position because it rules the sign. 
Pisces, right? Um, if you think back 10, 15 years, look at the condition of water and drought to these days. You're having more drought. That is part of the Neptune in Pisces. The second one um, is actually oil. Oil has a relationship with Pisces and Neptune. Look at the peaked out points of, of, of fossil fuel. Um, how is that economy? These things are false that sooner or later is going to get to a point of a deficit. You know, they won't have as much as supply. Mm-hmm. So, of course, it makes logical sense. Not, I'm not saying for the altruistic and for the most positive, yeah, to have mm-hmm. electric cars because alternatively, yeah, we have to with consumption. Um, how that's done. Now, the Sierra or sub-Sierra, the deserts are increased. There are global warming. These these are certain things. So where is this coming at? Yeah, this on very front. And even that can be a point of just one. I'm giving one example that people that's in, embraced, not embraced, I'm going to say to behoove them to understand, say a group, a small group to understand, we could use AI, machine learning, robotics to improve um, certain atmosphere or environmental things. Where does their resolve it? So there's one thing, you know, you can use it. Um, how right. community farms or farm growing cool not I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say uh I'm gonna open the lines up. But finish your thoughts. We have Oh yeah, that was right. basically it. So these are community things we have to have to do it. I mean I'm you know, I'm gonna get off my soapbox right now, <laughs> but that that's the way I see it as astrologically uh and and so forth. Now I'm sure that you can actually mm-hmm. expand on that. Numerologists are out there that can do things, and other ones that go, and cardologists. This is in there. Uh, yeah, these are the things that I like to like end with that thought there. So yes, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I finished. Now before <laughs> before I open the line up, how can people contact you? Great question. Um, here's I have uh, my phone number. Uh, we have that. Actually, as it listed on the site, but I'll just use first way to contact me uh, is I'm have a, I have a website is up, but it's not totally complete, and that will give you my contact information, um, and I'll spell it out for you. The, it's a one word: cosmic, c o s m i c, data, d a t a z. Dot com. So once again, it's Cosmic Data, C-O-S-M-I-C-D-A-T-A-Z.com. And you can also contact whatever through YouTube. I have a YouTube channel so people can really explore and see certain things that possibly could not cram <laughs> whatever one thing. I wouldn't, it wouldn't make sense too much there at that point. But my YouTube channel... Uh, you just go into the search box and you go to it's this letter. Oh, this word. Pardon me. <laughs> y e k n u n, and that will be Yunkum will get you into my channel. You will see it and it'll come on and you'll see the astrology I have. Um, I haven't had it up to par, but I'm building it as we're going. I have you know a lot of shorts so you can look, so you won't have to be here on long extended time. But you can get the gist of it. Um, if that's answering your question. Okay. 
All right, I'm going to open the lines up, and the number here is 323-642-1586, and push the number one if you have a question or comment. Okay, let's go to, uh, let's see, Okay, so what I'm going to do for uh, there is when you're doing a chart, when I do a chart and a, a chart comparison, there is a method that they use based off of your your time of birth and your date of birth and your place of birth, and the same for the other person that needed. It's called a composite chart. Now that is like a one. It's not. It, it can be simplistic if you're given a yes or no, but if you want further details that would require um, observation looking at that or just, you know, studying it. But I can give you another form, which um, let's say uh, the cards, and I'm going to use the cards because um, you don't have to go into the time of birth. That's just only needed two things, your date of birth, meaning your month and your date, and for the uh-huh. other person. Okay. And that would be the cards. Okay, great. Okay. That sounds wonderful. Thank you. My birthday is seven twelve, July twelfth. Okay. And his is February twenty seventh. Okay. okay, February twenty seventh? Yeah, yes. he's a jack of clubs and you are twelve, you're a three of diamonds. Okay. Right. Um here's what I would do for me to call it. Being basically I'm gonna say for you, um three of Three of diamonds in cardiology is a diamond card, which means value, um, prosperity, um, money, possessions do come under that. Three of diamonds is one that it can be indecisive of being fickle to which way to go, and it can cause uh, worries over money, and this is one of the things. And it's also the same card as Donald Trump. So it means it shows you how they can be very creative financially. Um, you do have that going on. And being that you are three of diamonds, that means you also what we call is a moon card, which will represent a person that will support you. But your your um the February twenty seventh is a jack of clubs. Jacks work like this here. Um, all jacks are persons that can be very versatile, but they're not set in one particular structure. They don't like form in, in that sense of right. doing th- routine in and out. Very gifted talkers, um, 
jacks, especially jack of clubs. They can be very versatile. Um, the thing with them is that if you're looking for a relationship based off of his card, it's not going to be the user one. If I'm going to be very diplomatic about oh, that, no. um, I they got don't it. look. Okay. Yeah. So if that's answering your question, I don't know because I didn't hear your question. So I just wanted to say, if, is there another question to that or did that uh, satisfy that? You don't need to be diplomatic. We are in very different worlds. I'm absolutely smitten with him. And mm-hmm. it feels like unconditional love. I know he, he lives, is going to live very different than I do. But in a way, we're similar, but some very different worlds. We both want independence and so on. I'm curious if he can meet the level of the love that I feel for him. I'm not looking for commitment or answers that this, that they love me, blah, blah, blah. I just want to know if he meets me or will meet me with the level of love that I feel for him unconditionally. Well, okay. If I go from this sun sign, but I'm just going to use the cards right now because I know he's a Pisces and you're a Cancer. So if if we go by water signs, yeah. But Pisces can be uh, this way. They can be very uh, illusionary or this illusion or they can be very sacrificed they all this stuff they love their privacies um yeah and being that he's yep. a jack he's a jack um they prefer their own space there now when you're saying level of i'm like exactly. hearing in my mind the level of love you're talking not commitment but will he feel back with you well clubs and Pisces do have a very sympathetic verb with them unnaturally. They do identify with that um, feeling. But the Jacks, if I'm going to use it from the cardology point, the Jacks um, are very much into the Jack of clubs, are very much into knowledge. They're in so much of knowledge that they can get very bored if there's not that same wavelength going there. So it has to be a meeting of the mind. If you guys are like in sync and you guys are like that, that will strengthen the bond. Um, but if you're looking for the same reciprocation, that reciprocal rather, as you're dealing with, that's, I'm going to say straight up from just looking at a very simple read because, again, what you require is a certain thorough looking over. So I'm just going from the basics. And from that, yes, he would could meet you, but it has to be something intact. But he won't keep interested if it's not there. If you see something on the horizon, they will go the other way. He won't keep interested if what's not there. You. Well, the level of knowledge. One thing they're very okay. fascinating. So, what is what is does may I without going the secret sauce? Does is he a profession as a teacher, salesman, so forth? Because jacks don't like to stay in the conditional or That's unconventional right. job. They like. I'm sorry. He is he is genius, and he has created job after job. After he is mm-hmm. does job fantastically. And I can tell he, he wants, he, he's like walking out the door all the time, you know, going somewhere else, going to the next thing. Exactly. And, exactly. and he definitely loves his own space. And I get all that. I get it. I'm really, my mind is hardwired to think and research and curious and blah, 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 blah. His mind is the same way. He's not used to communicating 
and he's slowly doing it with me. I think he's insecure about it, and I may even mm-hmm. intimidate him a bit because I, mm-hmm. I do speak well, but I think he's starting to, I know he likes me, and and uh, I think we'll be friends forever, but right now there's a physical attraction. I love it. He's attracted to me, and I just, I just want to know that someday we meet, you know, on that level, on, on a well, more loving love level. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, being your cancer, they like to hold things into the past and so forth. But here's the yeah. thing. Um, you said the most important thing I could say to answer your question. As long as your friends, that I could see. Yep. It's not if you push it for anything else, he will feel that it's controlling or smothering him and anything else like that. Because Jacks like to play the free will thing or the free roam the fields and don't play the fields, as we used to say. Um, that yeah. that and Pisces itself, Pisces are not. Um, it's like water or rather a fish. You cannot hold a fish in your hand; it slide right, wiggle out. They love that open space, and so if you, that's where you're going for. Yes, y'all, I could see that because of the jack of clubs and your three of diamonds. And and I would leave it at that. If that's that's your ambition or if that's your sentiments. But if he's saying, and it's a good start that he's opening up, um, yeah. just be aware, based off of the information, that they can lose interest very quickly. Oh, yeah, I get that, and I can too. So I think we match in that way. It, would he be able to hear me verbalize my feelings without attachments to it, you know, my love, without any attachments, <clears throat> would he be able to handle that? I would say based off of the information you got, it could, it could, it could be like, again, it depends on if he's opened up for that ready, that for that kind of feeling. Jacks right. don't like to be boxed into anything, meaning that you're, you're boxing them in. But if you're opening up and feeling, and if, well, my suggestion is for just this, plain and simple, communicate that and see the reactions. And if it doesn't come to the way, then leave it alone from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, Paula. Thank, thank, thank you, you both. That was really, really wonderful. You're great, and I appreciate the reading very much. Thank, thank you. you for calling Thank you so in. much. You're, you're absolutely right about him. Absolutely right. <laughs> okay. All right. That'll love. Thank you. Let's go to five seven zero four nine one. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Hi. You're live. Hi. Hi. My name is Kayla. Okay. I, I was wondering if you, you could um, look at my chart and tell me anything about health wise. Okay, um, here's what you have. All right, here's what I will say this here. Do you know your chart or do you want it to be calculated and then looked at and looking at health? Because that's kind of a, a, a yes and no question. I could look at it on a spot, but it's not going to be in, in depth of what I would look at. So that requires like correlations of everything, ruler, six house, transiting, six house, and so forth. So you want him to okay. do it with um, the cards? Yeah. Are you open with the cards? Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
All right. What is your birthday? Um, October 1st. Okay. You're an eight of diamonds. All right. Good. Go ahead. Wow. Pretty good card. Now, and I know that you're October 1st. Now, if I'm dealing with the cards I'm looking for currently for this year, I would have to, just like a, a solar chart in astrology, I would need the the year of birth. So that way I would be able to calculate, look at your annual card. And that will give me an insight um, if you if you want to. If not, because if anyway, if I did the chart up here on, online, it would come up. I have to need all the information. So, up to you. What you need from her? What do you need? I need a year birth. She said uh, uh, October first. What was the year? Okay, her phone dropped. Her phone dropped. Oh. Okay. Well, we'll hold okay. space for. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's go to um let's go to eight oh five seven oh eight. Hi, thank you. Um this is Donna. How are you? Hi, Hi Donna. Hi Donna. Hi. Um, I wanted to know astrologically speaking if um the finances are gonna soon get better for me because I'd like to somehow manifest a windfall or a win or something so I can go traveling. Okay. Um, I will give you, I'll do it like this here. So pardon me. Um, what is your sun sign? I'm Taurus. All right. And what date is the, the your Taurus? You are April Taurus or May Taurus? April and the 20th. date, please. April 22nd, 54. April 22nd. All right, so you're past the Uranus transit through there. So um, here's a couple of things. You should have had a particular increase in volume in monetary. You still have the planet Jupiter still in Taurus as we speak, and it's going to be there for some time. You're going to have... Actually, you may have other. Do you know your chart offhand? Do you have anything else? Meaning, do you have anything else in Taurus, like Venus in Taurus, Mercury in Taurus, or no? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. All right. So what I can do is I'm just going to do what you call a general chart, which is a solar chart. Okay. Uh-huh. And uh, you said it's April 22nd, right? Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. And what year? 1954. Okay. Let me just do that right now. And I want to just look at what's where your placement's at. So in this here, you have Mercury and Aries and Venus and Taurus. Okay, interesting. Here's what right now you have the planet... Uranus right on your Venus, and that can trigger possibilities of a sudden income. So, Hera, I'm sorry. Oh, I said that's good. Well, (laughs) what I'm saying is that I would encourage you at this point, be conservative. I'm not giving you a full read because I I have to do the chart and everything. So that's why I'm giving you a quick read. Um, With this, and you're going to have Jupiter Actually, it's pretty darn good. Jupiter coming in the next two more, three more months um, is going to be actually coming over there. Um, prepare yourself for four months and conservative. 
conservatively. Okay. You should um, look at sudden windfalls with those two planets. With Venus, it's also can manifest in incomes. Now, here's what I mean on this particular. There is um, one way to do this is to are you into investments? I don't have any investments. No. All right. So actually this kind of thing with Taurus is a slow build, but you, those two plans are very good for you. But the thing that you're looking to call for a big windfall, unless there, you have to create an avenue for that to happen. Um, and it's not going to happen unless you have something like this can happen with Uranus does deal with technology too. So if you are experiencing or thinking about you have about three to four months play window to start uh, online or work from your home situation as a style. Now, I don't know what the goal is for what the amount of money you're looking for, but keep in mind for what what you're looking for, you have to create that avenue for that. Otherwise, it's not going to just come to, you know, into the window of your house. Um, it's going to have to be a path. That's why I was asking about investments, because you have a, a very lucky period that's coming up. And if okay. you increase it and, and do it that way, you will at least have a line to increase your revenue. And that's one of the mm-hmm. things I want to say. Now, electronically, um, have you how, do you work with no just without no business? You know, this do you work on online electronically or do you work in technology? Yes or no? Tired. Okay. She retired. So I'm going to just, I'm going to, yeah, I heard. <laughs> so oh, oh, all I okay. can tell you for right now for, for the answer is just you need to create an avenue. Okay. You got a four months window tops yeah. to create okay. this window to do that. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? A question? Yeah. I- do that then yeah and I've got certain things little things lined up I help my 88 year old neighbor and um, you know he's his truck and his car and things and but I've been helping him for years you know I don't get paid or anything but you know he's going to leave me something when he does pass on you know I do his meals and do his shopping and stuff like that but I don't okay. want to make that my life I feel like I'm married to him you know, I yeah well that's Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I understand that. So, and real, the only way I can say right now, from without um, information that is given, you would need to look at um, a viable way to increase revenue. And if you're not having anything else on there, because like I said, I mean, God forbid if that happens the way they plan. Unless, you know, unless you are aware that he said that he has the, the will and testament and all that stuff and don't want to get really, uh, yeah. ruling, I have, you know, then you're, you're basing on that. And, you know, you really don't want to, you, then I don't know <laughs> ethically or anywhere else, you won't feel comfortable spiritually inherent that way because it's like, you know, what I'm saying from my point. But if that works for you, that works for you. But I would recommend the other ways. Now, you can do this, too, as a last resort. Um, you have a certain period, like near the fourth month, 
You look at the little things like this scratch off if you're looking for, and that doesn't pay off. I mean, but it could be lucky. You, it yeah, depends I, on I which way. 10, I won 10,000 once on a scratcher. Okay, that could that could be one of the ways then. Yeah, I think it's going to be the way. I do. I think it's going to be a scratcher or, or something like that, a raffle or, yeah. Well, yeah. that's the kind of way. You, uh, it has to be an avenue, a venue yeah. where the money can come in. If it's not, yeah. it's not going to, there's no, there's no viable way I could say yes or no, but you have to create that. Yeah. Affirmations, yeah. whatever you need to do, you know, that's your way. Yeah. Thank you, caller. Thank you. Thank you. Thank All you. Right. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Okay. Now the other caller, thank you. The other caller that was ten one, her her phone yeah. died, but but her birthday is nineteen eighty eight, October okay. first, nineteen eighty eight. And what was she looking for? Health, right? Yeah, I think she was the question with health. Yeah, am I right? Okay. Uh huh. You're right. right. All right. Let me look at that. I'm gonna. Look at her um, based off of this here, and being that she's listening instead of on the phone interaction, I'm going to use it this way. Ten. All right. All right. Here we go. All right. I'm looking. Uh, one minute, and I'm going to give you a once over. Uh, she does have Venus in Virgo. All right, so here's what I'm looking at for the V. I'm looking at this, the moon in Virgo, too. All right. Um, the only thing I could see right now based off of that question, because that is all the questions, basically, believe it or not, when I look, you know, this is – I think I look at a chart, I have to look at various factors. Um, mm-hmm. So the spontaneity of, for this here it would be there could be possible blockage or um, ailments or symptoms with the urinary tract. If that is, it could be look like a blockage on that one. Or there's also a factor of the... I'm going to say stomach ailments, um, but these things are what I would re- say based off of what I'm looking at in the next three months, look for a get a physical if you haven't got that. That would be my heaviest recommendation because actually with medical questions based off of the legal law and so forth, I'm only going to give you as a recommendation that you should, if you see I'm looking at the planets, and they look like there's a possibility of something dealing with the urinary tract and digestive stomach. Because I know okay. I can't get feedback, so that's, that's all I can give you for that. Thing. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, let's go to, um, let's see, area code 610390. Okay. Hello. 610. <laughs> Hello. Yes, we hear you. Hi. Hi, this is Sonia. How are you? 
Good. Fine, thanks. And you? Not too bad. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had actually I uh, wanted to know what you know in your charts. My my birthday is February 15, 1970. Uh, I'm an Aquarius. I am. Very fifty. Okay. I'm gonna look What's at. That? Okay, just one moment. Just give me sure. one moment. I'm going to plug in your information. February 15, 1970, did you say? I'm sorry. Yes, sir. All right. I got you. You can continue. Um, what was I saying? Lost my train. Okay. Um, I wanted to know, just, just two aspects, like I mentioned. Um, I'm working in a very big manifestation it's a financial manifestation actually and uh okay you know i follow a lot of neville godard murphy teachings uh, manifestations meditation visualization i've been doing it for quite a while now and okay i wanted to see um because i know it will happen um i just know because i I've done other things in my life before that way. Um, like, how soon or what are you picking up, you know, as far as that uh, financially? And my other question was regarding um, my present relationship. I'm in a relationship uh, with a female, but if you want, I can go further into that when you get it. Um, okay, so but... Okay, that's the second question. So what is the first question again? Because I got kind of like, you were saying something about a financial institution. I'm trying to get, I'm sorry. No, I just, uh, I'm working a big financial manifestation. And um, it's it's a very, you know, big manifestation. And I wanted to see, you know, what you're picking up for me. And as far as that or the charts, what they're picking up for me. Okay, I can give you a very short, quick on that one there, being that you're Aquarius right now, um, <clears throat> being that you're born Aquarius. Here's the thing I'm going to say for this, and this is very much a broad, general thing um, for the sign of Aquarius. You're going to have the planet Pluto. You already had it come into your sign as of March of this year and left in June of this year. So... If you can think about that period of time this year, what was going in, what was started, and so forth, you're going to get a kind of a preview because next year, starting from February, it will be in your sign for actually about 20 years or so. Um, And with Pluto going in that change, trust me, you're going to be a different person within the next 20 years than what you're dealing with. And that means all over because this is once Pluto goes over any sign, their son, it is a major uh, point in their life. Meaning that if it's dealing with, because I don't have the time, but not that it matters at this point. Um, if you have, or do, I mean, let me ask you this. Do you ever have your chart done erected or no? Um, Did you ever have your chart done, your astrological? Well, no, it don't matter. But anyway, the reason why I'm asking you is that because if your money house is Aquarius, everybody has a money house in their chart. And if Pluto is going into their money house, 
it's upheavals in the money. So whatever position they started from, say if they're on the low end, they can transform and it's going to be a change to the up end of going something. It always brings transformation and vice versa. If you're up on the you're dealing riding high, this is the time to prepare yourself to manage well and budget. That's for the manifestation for material thing. You go, you have, you're right. You're right on track intuitively. Yeah, there is a manifestation happening. It's going to come in sooner than you think it is. And um, next year, starting 2024, uh, it coincides with the Pluto for 20 years. They call it in Chinese. They call it the ninth period. Right. Um, this is a bigger increase for people um, to be fluid with their finances, meaning all professions. It's not going to be a long-term standing thing where you stay and retire. The more frequently or the better you keep your skill set up is the more income will happen. It's more prosperous for you that there. So that's that. And now you said the other one was relationship, My right? My current relationship, yes. All right. So what I'm going to need is... Let me just type this in. I'm just going to do a simple solar chart, uh, month, date, and year, and we can do it that way. So that's all I need from you for that one because what I'm going to do is look at a quick – I'm looking at a chart comparison because, again, like one of the prior callers, I do a, a thing called – or a technique called composite, which I combine the two charts, which requires okay. much more in depth. So. All right. So what's the yeah. birthday, please? April 12, 1972. Okay. And it's a female. Aries. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. I'm just looking at matter? the charts. Okay. I don't. Yeah, not because it's, it's attraction is based off of the chart, the planets, the way I see it. It's not, you know, it can be same gender or opposite or heterosexual or whatever. Um, the attraction is going to be there depending on their preference because the energy, the planets don't change. The person may change their viewpoint outlook, but that doesn't change. So <clears throat> on that note, I'm looking at your chart, and I'm going to look. It's going to let me look at a minute. Well, I gotta say this much: you must be really uh, compatible because the way I'm looking at both your charts, you would be more of a laid-back one, whereas the other one would be much more of the leading or the dominant one in there. If that's the case, then you're kind of like in the same on the same page with that. But um, the Venus, this person that you're dealing with, the other person um, has what we call a very takes is a very much they take time to know or have romantic feelings or to show their feelings in a very commitment way. They're not going to they be more defensive and you have to be um, a little bit more uh, patient. And, um, and it's a lot to deal with, with the communications. Now there could be a connection also with, uh, some type of either the siblings on the other person's side 
um, that could be estranged or so forth. But what I would recommend is that if you're working satisfactory with the relationship, there is a possibility of longevity, but it's going to take some time. And if I guess I don't know how long. It doesn't matter because you're the you know you're the person involved. If it's a long relationship, meaning that it's been two years, consider that a plus. If it's under two years, consider you may have to do a little more work on a relationship and vice versa. But they're going to take well, their we, time during that. And it's not because they don't like you. Okay, so you're doing good. You're doing good. That's all I can say from there, from the basic charts in there. Um, what would be the, the nature of the question then? that you're asking about the relationship? Well, um, I want to know. finance or is it, right. No, I want to see about faithfulness. Um, okay, this person that you deal with has a what we call a very strong um, sexual magnetism. And it's going to be a thing for them to be encountered with it, to be quite genuine and honest with you. Um, they're going to always have that around there. If you're comfortable and you're maintained for six years, then you pretty much uh, shouldn't have that kind of a, a total concern. There's always going to be something, but and being the fact that um, their placement is in the sign Gemini, and Uranus is going to go over that Gemini period in another two to three years approximately, that does signal <clears throat> breaks up or sudden uh, infatuation too. That's, that's all I can say generally from this point looking at the solar charts. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Carla. No problem. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Uh, let's go to... Uh, three two three two zero seven. Hotel better love. Hotel better love. You hear me? Hotel. Auntie Beth. Yes, we can. <laughs> How you doing? What is you doing? How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. What are you doing holding out on us like this, man? <laughs> this brother is a gem. <laughs> <laughs> you are dropping, player. You are dropping it, man. It is. I'm a little familiar with it because my wife is into the science, Auntie Beverly. Mm-hmm. Thank so you. I'm, Thank I'm you. just trying to okay. keep up. Okay. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate you showing up tonight. And um, I came in a little late, so I wasn't aware. But um, the little mm-hmm. bit that I did catch at the back end, um, it, it sounded like it was right on point, man. So, um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I, Already, already. <laughs> I, I was just trying to get a um I was trying to understand with the cardiology science or whatever, um, can you uh break down this time as far as the the nature of the country? Does does the United States have a yeah. card and the state of the time that we're Good in? Question. And be, yeah. being that um, as we're going into the Aquarius age, before I, I, I don't want to just go in on myself. I mean, I want you to show the show the science. So I, I'm a yield. No, no, be be I'm, free. I mean, there's no problem here. I mean, it's opportunity not to cut you off. It's just that um, 
whatever you want to share is, is fine by me, I'm sure. Um, there, there, um, here it is. With the, when you're saying cardology, we're doing with the yes, we look at the charts of countries through cardology. The same, not the same way, but we use the birth date. And the reason why we're doing that is because to go a little, little back history on it. Every day of the year um, is assigned to a particular cause. Now, some cars have more days assigned to them because it's 52 cars and it's 365 days, right? But some cars are more frequent and some are less. So there always is that when you're looking at that's how it kind of balanced out in a way how you can have all that in the whole year with only just 52 cars. Now, United States, we know the birthday that we're using is July 4th, 1776. So we don't have to use the year in cardiology, just like, you know, astrology, numerology. You can just use the, the day and the month, and that will give us information on there. So United States is a jack of diamonds, and um, historically, jack of diamonds – um, have that in the cards of great ability to sell game, so to speak, or they have ability to be um, very persuasive in how they're taught. So if you think of it, think of it like a snake oil, if that makes sense to you, a snake oil dealer um, that can sell you anything or like a person can sell ice to an Eskimo. Don't mean they need it, but they can talk that gift. Now, the jack of diamonds have um, in in cardiology they have planets with cards that are assigned to them. So the the jack of diamonds has a Neptune and a Uranus um, function with it. So that means that in the point that they can be very that's the one reason how they can be very perceptive, but they tend to be also People, um, well, a card is one thing, and we talk about a person is nothing. So people with jack of diamonds, like jacks, they have that kind of charisma, let's put it that way, um, with that Uranus, Neptune, very much charismatic. Don't mean, like I'm saying, we can't portray that with the United States to a certain, but it is appealing when they're selling their story, whatever that might be, all right? Um, but they have... Their planets, or rather their cards, every card has what we call a life spread. And what that means is there's 13 basic cards. There's actually 14, but we stick with right now 13 cards. And with this 13, um, you can actually see a story coming out with the individual. And then every year, you're going to see a different shuffle, if you will, of the cards. And that's going to show when you're getting a reading like that. And that's something, that, you know, when you get an in-depth read, you're looking at the 13 cards plus the yearly card. Then it's broken down with everybody here or anybody's card have a 52-day cycle, which is seven of them, seven 52-day card cycle, which they're going through. Um, now, for Organ mistakes since we're using all for illustrations. Neptune, or rather Jack of Diamonds, United States, 
is having a card that not only that is a card of their life spread of the 13 cards, but it's ruled in that spread, the planet Mars. So you can see the kind of dilemma or not the, oh, the actuality of how Martian affairs um, coming about. So, for example, when we say Martian affairs, we not only, I mean, we have a history of already the violence, but Mars ruled guns as well. Look at how much the increase of that. This is to show you one example. Of course, it's been going on for some years. I'm not negating that. But at this point there, that's one of the points of Mars of engagement. Not only that, you look at the engagement between, I mean, this is not to say anything about propaganda missing, but this, the actual thing, you had these incidents with China, which is a, t- tend to be a kind of a passive aggressive adversary, if you will. Um, and this, the battle that's going on with that. Now, that's not to say that it hasn't been going on before. Absolutely not. Because the trade war the stuff that's behind the scenes is not really ad- advertised, so to speak. And you look at also when it becomes the gun, well, actually, we, um, I believe it's this year that we actually, not we, but, you know, the Congress passed a certain amount of a gun laws. It's not the dead. But then you can see the mass shootings that's increased, and that's part of the mall. But then you look at the vocal um, things that's going on between involved indirectly with your cane, um, and it's not the only war that they not deal because they are secret war. Because again, it's a Uranus-Neptune card, um, but that's one of the things. Now, just keep in mind, um, you're going to see actual things with mobilization, um, meaning that you'll see a lot with the United States doing a lot more with mobilizing certain units. Now, that can be military. But that's quiet kept. Again, we're dealing with a Neptune thing. That's one of the things with Mars in this year. It also looks for business partners, the one the card is reflecting to. The United States is dealing with, um, and we're going to say other partnerships. Now, they're trying to, and I'm going to use this as just a, a plain example. Look at Biden and his tour um, right now. Things currently either ending up. With India, he's been over there with the Philippines to just establish much more. But the United States have multi-bases, don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying they look for other partners. And this year they look for more of a benefit or a partnership where they can reward it. Okay, and that, that, I'll stop there. So do you see the wow. United States uh, going down or you, or is staying? Is it going to prosperous, go to another level, or a takeover, you know, it's trying to be a takeover, too. Oh, okay. Um, good. Very excellent questions. Um, as far as uh, takedown, here's the thing um, to show what I got to have to look. It's, it's a, not a very, it's a complex uh, answer I could give, but it's not going to make, I, I was going to say this is Can a little you- research. Oh, okay. Well, no, the so, cars I mean, show, just with the car. Not like astrology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What they can show mm-hmm. difficult. The, astrology is going to give me more specifics, you know, because that's yeah. dealing with that. Yeah. But power is, again, going back to remember the original thing with Pluto return. This is part of the mm-hmm. United States anyway. It's going through power. Mm-hmm. 
the thing about this here is, as has been mentioned, the planets can show certain phenomena that repeat, okay, just like cycles. Now, when Pluto goes into Aquarius, which is around next officially, um, Pluto was in Aquarius during the Civil War in the United States. And um, you see this acting out now. And that's part of the Martian thing that I was saying about the card. Mm -hmm. Um, You see this energy playing out. And you'll see that these fractions, and I'm going to say, because we have a good thing with media hyping more than what it is. Yeah, there are groups. I'm not denying. They've always been here. There's nothing. But they get triggered. And cards can show certain things that get triggered. And Trump is one of them because he has a strong Mars in his first house in his birth chart. So he has that Martian energy. But he's getting, you know, truth to light. Look at, is that only, I mean, when you look at the Ford Foundation, or I think it's the Ford, or the Heritage Foundation and so forth, these cats have been here for a while. This has been something that's been ongoing, but they get triggered. Now, what I wanted to mention, there is a book that shows you how because the United States does use, I'm going to say, metaphysics and have been for a very, very long time. So yeah. this book is named The Secret Builders or The Secret Architects of Our Nation Capital. I can't remember the last name, but the first name is Dave. This guy, he breaks down how and some of the techniques they use, not all of them, how and some of them take uh, the the buildings of these capitals was built by our ancestors. I understand, I know, but there's a ceremony they do to start. Now in astrology, we call one of them in the genre is called electional astrology. Just like we have an election, election, the etymology of that word is to choose, and we look at and that spec. So the whole thing, when you look at the matrix in that sense, you'll see. Um, and by the way, that was also a line. If you look at the uh, the so-called Washington Monument is from Kemet, um, you see that, and you'll see the formation of the Nile Valley. And this is going with some brother, um, he's, uh, one of the elders, Tony Brada, I think it is, or Brada, I think. He had wrote books mm-hmm. on civilization of Niles, and of course, other ones, Dr. Ben, Dr. Vince, Sertima, you know, Henry, Professor Henry Clark, Sheikh Diop, you know, they always, they have tons of that, you know, in Jackson. I mean, I can't, the list is there. But the thing, if you look at this book, you'll see the timing aspect. They use, you know, one of the things I can say about this here, um, in, you know, in my journey of astrology, we tend to mark, well, not we, when I mean, I'm, talking very rhetoric in this sense, but um, the market or the media promoters promote astrology in a sense that, okay, we look at the healthy thing of the sun sign, we look at your chart, but they use it on a different sphere. They can be used, and it does been used. And this book talks about some of the applications that have been used. Um, And it's just annoying to see how it plays out. For example, and I'm just going to digress a little quick, um, we're going to take this incident of January 6th. This is the date here. Now, we're going to go further. It was in January 6th, 
the, the time, the sun's in the transit of the sign Capricorn, right? All right. There's a sign that has, they called the opposite sign, or AKA is the opposition sign. The opposition sign is Capricorn is Cancer. Okay. Lo and behold, July 4th is Cancer. So you can see how that build up. And not only that, if you go exactly January, I mean, January, say January 4th would be the opposite from that. It wasn't that far off January 6th, two days after that. And they call that an opposition with the sun. So you can see how the planetary energies all play out in certain ways. That's all. Mm-hmm. Okay, caller. Thank you. Thank you. You got another? Okay. Well, love. Oh, wait, wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. You had something yeah. else to say? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I did. I did. I'm sorry. Um, Go ahead. Man, phenomenal breakdown, brother. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just glad that um, I can learn. I can look into, you know, what you have to offer and um, go from there. But I was just trying to um trying to get an understanding of the Ada Club card. If I if I'm not mistaken, oh, yeah, I do believe card too. that's what my that's what my wife has said that I was. <laughs> and I believe she is a three of diamonds as well. Um for she, <laughs> I'm I'm a eight of clubs by way of a, I'm four twenty six ninety one. She's eleven oh four she's eleven four ninety one as well. We've been together since two thousand and seven. Mm-hmm. And um mm-hmm. Um, you know, basically high school sweethearts. And I was just wondering, do you see any more children in our chart? Because we, <laughs> uh, we, okay. we're not sure if we expect the twins. Wait, wait, uh, wait. Uh, I just want to let the listeners know that we're going, we're going off the internet, and we and we're going over a little bit, and so you can hear the rest of the show on the telephone. So you could call in uh, 323-642-1586 and listen to the rest of the show on the phone. And if you don't, uh, if you play it back in the archives, you'll be able to hear all the conversation. Okay, go ahead. Okay, uh, the question for is, that you, yeah, well, I would say emphatically there is a, a systematic way of looking and checking for possibility, because again, I have to go back and use the uh, the strict, the strict, uh, thin, thick, or whatever standard. Because again, when you're talking about that, that's something that is free choice. I mean, a person can show in their chart, meaning, uh, well, for a woman, chart of children. Now that could be also least, none, or many, right? But in all in all, they show births. Now, what happens to that birth, that birth can get early termination. So that's one thing. This is what, from my experience, shows. Um, secondly, the there is a way you can look in the cards. Since your queen <laughs> is into cardiology, I'm assuming, um, I would recommend her to look at the there's two well basically I would say you look at what we call a plate or a grand solar spread for the year of birth. And 
then go to the current year of birth, and you'll look at that. Now, you're going to look for possibly these are two indications of birth. And to confirm that, I would, you know, recommend you to back test and look at the years of the births that you had prior. Um, these are two cards that not only show up, but if they don't, then it shows a more probability that is not the case. But they can show up in different ways. So in cardology, you, you, do, you have a card for the year. We have a card for the week. We have a card for the day. And a lot of times, those three things will show up in there. So that way it can manifest. Now, the card of the year is these two cards that you may want to see and check and back tech, back test, pardon me, is the King of Hearts and the Ace of Hearts. The King of Hearts represents a family, fatherhood, so forth, parenthood, or loving parent. Uh, hearts, because hearts indicate that feelings, and the ace of heart, new love, birth of a love, because ace represents one in the beginnings. And don't oh my y'all, God! Oh, what? <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, yeah. And before to bed, I was wondering how would the eight of clubs try to find their purpose, like? Is there a way of the cars being able to guide you in finding your purpose? Well, sure. You can find this through various platforms, meaning astrology, neurology. They all give you and palmistry too. Um, I'm not excluding that because palm, but palmistry is something that you have to have a real visual unless you go and look at your palm. I have a palm reader. And you're going to look at certain things that indicate that, especially what they call your destiny line that shows up there. It usually starts from the bottom of your wrist going up to extend it to around your next finger point to your pointing finger, which is your index finger. Um, so, yeah, the cause is the question when you're talking about that uh, purpose, I'm going to work on just one. Uh, because of you uh, and, and time restraint, the eight of clubs have is one of the three cards in the cards that is called a fixed card, meaning that they do not change. They don't have a, a yearly card. They are based off of. That's why they, hence the term is fixed. They stay. They don't move. In certain respect, that means they come with a special purpose, a karmatic purpose. But key things I'm going to say, because you are eight, eight represents power in any suit, eight of hearts, eight of clubs, eight of diamonds, of course, and eight of clubs, right? Um, With the eight of clubs, clubs deal with information, communication, they can deal with also variety of activity and work and so forth. So they're always like on the move doing something. Clubs don't like like a rolling stone doesn't gather no more, so to speak. That's a club. Now, with the eight of clubs, because you have that power, eights can be very leadership or on the negative side, they can be very intimidating or bullying. Um, so they have to be heard. But the key thing with the eight of clubs is learning, 
and disseminating knowledge. That would be your main prior. And you can go online and search the Ada Club, the car, and it'll give you a variety of choices. In fact, one good site is called Cardology, C-A-R-D-O-L-O-G-Y dot org. And it'll give you a very good, it's a very informative, it gives you directories and other books or videos on Cardology. And if you haven't been there, then please be my guest and go and visit. Oh my! Thank, thank you. you so much, brother. My 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 wife. It seemed like my wife was she hopped right on and got to work or whatever it is that she was explaining. <laughs> so I, I'm I'm gonna go back to rewind and um I appreciate this recording us you bad. I appreciate you holding out on, on this jewel and bringing them to the light. But um man, thanks again. Thank you. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and Nancy Bev, it's just I, I, yes. this just remind me of the coloring book that I'm working on as far as me disseminating the information that I'm trying to bring to the light with the jazz and stuff, uh, you know, different different things of that nature. So it just let me know okay. I'm in I'm in line and I'm, I'm right Excellent. on time. Excellent. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Thank you, and you thanks, keep up the good you. work. And, and don't be no stranger, brother. He won't. Okay, thank you. (laughs) We got one more caller. This is the last caller here. Uh, 770-322. Hello? Okay. Yes. Hello. Yes. Yes. Hi, how are you? Great. How are you? you? Good. Great, great. Thank you. Yes, um, I'm calling to, I have two calls. For me and my one friend. Okay. That. Uh, so, what do you need from me? Um, you want a card reading, or is this something for yeah, others, like astrology? Yeah. I, I I don't know what's. That's bad. Um, yes, a card reading. Card reading for me. Okay. Card is fine. All I need right now is your date. A birth without the year. That's all you have to give okay, me. Okay, twelve seventeen. For you and your friend. And my friend 12, is one. Mine is twelve seventeen. Okay. Sixty nine. Okay, so you're. I, I got the ace of club for you. What's um? Which one is your friend? At, at one fifteen forty seven. Oh, okay. So that's a queen of diamonds. And a, wow. Um He's a queen okay. of diamonds. Yes. And you're an okay. ace of clubs. I'm an ace of clubs. Okay. okay. Right. So whenever you, you know, you can go to that. I recommend it. I don't know if you were listening. Go to this site, uh, Cardology, spelled C-A-R-D-O-L-O-G-Y dot org o r g dot org okay now okay. um i want to say for your for the friend um or person uh the queen of diamonds the january uh 15 which is by the way uh martin luther king jr's birthday too as well um, oh okay they yeah it's um, the Queen of Diamonds, and the Queen of Diamonds um, have a particular. I'm going to just cut through a chase. 
they have a lucky stream or a lucky period starting from the age 39 to 52, around there. That's a streak of light. Now, let me ask you this here. If he has that period of past that, it doesn't matter. I, I mean, I know you talked, but I didn't register. I only look at the, the date. And if he not passed, there's going to be another one. Um, but he needs to look at, or she, whatever, needs mm-hmm. to look for when they got a displaced, this called the card of the Ten of Diamonds. And that's another fortunate year for any person to have that, except for the person that's born under that card. Um, Queen of Diamonds are known um, to have a, not a traumatic, but they do have a challenging um, love life um, based off of their life spread card. Um, But the Queen of Diamonds, Okay, well, there you go. No, so, fine, Mary. Um, <laughs> either way, it's like I got the point. Um, that's one thing. The queens of any suit are workers to the to labor. They are workers to, to like their workhorse. Now, with the queen of diamonds, they, for at least for, I'm going to say for, depending on which they feel, fans, um, cosmology, um, beauty care and so forth because the Queen of Diamonds, they excel in that. They could be managers because queens are workhorses and they can be directors and all that. Um, after, I'm going to say, this is it's going to be a change about in five, well, during the mid-60s to 70s, there's another card that pulls up that gives them a certain amount of change but it's good for real estate management or investment or ownership. That's all I can tell you on that one without, you know, without a full read because you have to look at the whole chart in well, different years. When this is going to happen, well, he, that's something he's, else. Um, he's, blind. he's blind right now. He had cataract and glaucoma surgeries on both eyes. Now he can see mm-hmm. shadows and light, but he can't see the physical like you and I can see. And right. he's 76. He had a stroke. He can barely walk. Okay, he so walk, he passed. But he's, okay. You know, and he's, well, he what I would kids, recommend then. Um, and only two. <laughs> he got six kids, one adopted daughter. The adopted daughter and the baby son come, you know, take, send him food and check on him. But the other kids don't even do that, you know. Well, yeah, that's you know that's a matter. But okay, so he could. That's, he's that's very focused. negative. Well, he basically, I understand. You have to this um, work because again, this is only certain much I can really explore because based off the limited, you would. I would recommend you to actually. If he wants to pursue, because he may not be interested in that, but I'm just saying um, you could because you're an ace of clubs, and ace of clubs is what we call a semi-fixed card. So it means it changes with another card, which is a two of hearts, which means they can bond, um, but they can have romance or the fear of fears of the heart, but 
it's something that they can be very attached to. They do love that companionship, and uh, that's part of the two of hearts. But with the ace of um, actually of clubs are ones that seek knowledge. So my focus would be right now, if I had to direct that to you, I would say um, learn. Do you have any plans of any goals or certain things? At the moment, well, like a five, let's say like a five-year plan. I want my friend going to teach sorry. me how to make jewelry and leather leather work, and I want to do my art. Wow, that would have been great for him too if he had been able to be accessible because they're they got that natural they the queen of diamonds. But if you wanted to make jewelry and so forth, I would encourage you, um, being that you are uh, ace club, to seek out. Um, actually looking online services. I don't know if you heard at the beginning of the of the show when we started going mm-hmm. into um, resources, the internet, the A chat. I think you could expand on that. That's what I would recommend um, for you right now. Without based off of your cards, um, if that's answering. But at least, did you have a particular question? I'm sorry, I overstepped myself on that one there. I want to know my health and his health. I mean, his my lifespan and his lifespan. Well, that's something I wouldn't ethically. I don't go into. If I did, I wouldn't do it anyway. I don't go into how many because that to me is kind of like. I'll say, okay, well, uh, you see a new relationship. Yeah, for and me? all I can tell you is this here: without doing a thorough reading, without doing a thorough reading. I'm going to give you a general answer to the general question in that sense. Now, right now, the ace of next year um, can be, depending on your chart, that's why I would say you maybe want to seek out a, a reading for that kind of stuff because that there are people that do that. Well, they're not going to tell you exactly if it's going to be, able, but they can tell you years that you of hardship and so forth off and on. That's more suitable um, for me to do, then I don't really do. To be honest with you, I don't do that. Mm-hmm. Well, I may say, do you see me? Uh, I my I checked my blood pressure. It was one fifty over one hundred four. So I'm concerned because mm-hmm. he's very negative. The, the guy, um, I'm his caretaker for now, and and he's okay. I guess he's stressing me. You know. Well, that's okay. Um, But I'm saying you saying your blood pressure is. That was your blood pressure you was giving me. Yeah, one fifty over one hundred four. I'm I'm concerned about that. That's. Are you taking any type of treatment? No, I just checked it today. Well, that's very high. A couple hours ago. Extremely high. Well, that's yeah. all I can say. That's the you know hypertension is is no joke. If that kind of reading you're getting, that's not a very good reading. You should take precautions. Mm-hmm. I'm not and a doctor, but doctor. I can say this much here: yeah. that's not a good, healthy sign. Well, yeah. we're on short. We're over time, and uh, his his information. He's going to give out his information again, and you can contact him, and he, and y'all could go thorough into that. Thank you, caller. 
thank okay, you. Okay, give out your thank you. Give out your you information you again, Will. Yeah, okay. How people I can, can be contact reached at you. my you can contact me uh through my website which has my contact information and the name of my website is cosmic c o s m i c data d a t a z dot com again c o s m i c d a t a z dot com and i have a youtube right. channel Okay. Go ahead. No. Oh, the YouTube channel is, I'm sorry. My YouTube channel is Yalcom, Y-E-K-N-U-N. Just go in the search box in YouTube and you will find me. All righty. All right. Well, it's a pleasure, and we enjoyed uh, the information, and we look forward to talking with you again. And uh, thank you for giving us your time and energy and better love. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Uh, Okay. Thank you. Okay. Good night. All right. So uh, (laughs) thanks, everyone, for listening. Better love, everyone.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.